entrepreneurship to feel a hell of a lot easier, you're in the right place. Welcome to From Fuck Me to Fuck Yeah, the podcast where service-based entrepreneurs learn how to tune out all the fear-based bullshit that paralyzes you and how to tune in to your unique fuck yeah. I'm integrative business coach Kristen King, and I'm pretty much the bad influence your mother warned you about. On this show, I'm going to teach you how to peel back all the layers of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and pressure that stand between you and how you really want this whole entrepreneur thing to go. And while we're at it, we're going to do that for the whole rest of your life, too. I'm not here to make your business look exactly like mine. I'm here to make your business look exactly like yours. So stick around, fuck around, and find out what happens when my bad influence rubs off on you. Your mom's probably going to hate it, but you are going to love it. Let's do this shit. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Last time we were talking about how to tame your what if monster with asking some different questions and reframing things. And one of those key tips and tools is to actually answer the question, what if? And in this episode, we're going to talk about a specific what if that I hear from my clients all the time. It's the what if no one shows up? What if no one buys? And this is something that can happen with one-on-one clients, with events or activities or classes that you're running, with a launch that you're doing. It, It can happen across a variety of settings, but those are the three that I tend to see the most. And so I want to talk about specifically, what if someone doesn't show up when they're supposed to be getting coached or otherwise served by you? And just like with the general what-ifs we were talking about last time, we want to actually answer the question, what if that happens? What are you actually going to do? Once you know the answer to the question, once you know what you would do, it's no longer some scary, nebulous, weird thing that you need to avoid. It's just something that you can deal with. So let me give you a couple of examples of what that might look like. Some of you may know, if you've been following me for a while, I teach in-person fitness classes. And sometimes it's a really small group. Sometimes it's a big group. Every now and then when I'm there to teach a fitness class, nobody shows up. It hasn't happened in years. So it's a really infrequent occurrence, but every now and then it happens. Every now and then one person will show up or two people will show up and it's just a small group. And so when I first started teaching classes, that was something that I found really intimidating. It freaked me out. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to feel so embarrassed. This will be such a waste of time, blah, 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 blah. All these things spinning out in my head about what would happen if nobody showed up one night. And then it happened one time that nobody showed up. And so what did I do? I used the time for the thing I was planning to do anyway. Instead of teaching a class, I used the time to work on my choreography, to practice some stuff that had been challenging me, to learn a new routine and start practicing that. So for the next class, I'd be ready to go. And that's the same kind of thing that we can do with any situation where people aren't showing up. You can continue to do the thing that you were planning on, but you may just do it in a different way. If I'm there to teach a dance-based fitness class and nobody shows up, I'm not going to be in the front of the room busting it out and cueing people like I would be if there was somebody else there, but I'm still going to use the time to work out. I'm still going to use the time to grow my skills. And the same thing happens on the odd chance that a client doesn't show up for a session. 
life happens. Sometimes people get stuck in traffic. They lose track of time. The power goes out. A kid starts puking and they don't have time to cancel before their call is supposed to start because it happened five minutes ago and we're supposed to be meeting right now. There's any number of reasons that people can miss an appointment and they don't all mean bad things. Many of them are just very like common, everyday, normal people reasons. And as long as we don't make it a whole thing, it doesn't have to be a thing. So if you've shown up to coach somebody or to provide some other kind of service and that person doesn't show up, you still get to go use that time for coaching. That's what you set it aside for or web design or you know therapy, whatever it is, whatever service it is that you provide, you still get to use that time because you set it aside to deliver a service. You set it aside to do something on behalf of your business and the people you serve. So for me, if a client misses a session or they're running really late and I don't know what's going on because I haven't heard anything from them yet, I will use that time to go coach other people. I'll go into a community that I'm a member of and I'll look for someone who has a question and I'll try to provide some support. I'll write an email or a social post for my audience. Sometimes I'll just coach myself in that time. But that time is set aside for doing something in support of my clients, in support of my customers, in support of my audience. And even if that individual person I was planning to work with didn't come, I can still do that. I can still move things forward for myself and for everybody, including that person, the next time I actually see them. I've had times with group calls where stuff was going on. Everybody was running late that day. They eventually showed up. But for the 15 minutes that I was by myself waiting for people to come, I just taught on a topic. And anyone who watched the replay of that call got the teaching. And then they also got the live coaching that happened later. So I want to challenge you to really answer the question of what if nobody shows up, what are you going to do? How are you going to use that time on your behalf, on behalf of your business, on behalf of the people you serve, even if it looks a little different from how you originally thought you were going to be spending that time? Once you can answer that question and once you create a plan for yourself of what you will do in that scenario, that situation is not going to be as scary. Anytime you start thinking about running a webinar or a class or putting together an in-person workshop and your brain offers me, okay, but what if I put in all this work and nobody shows up? You get to actually answer the question. You get to use the same thing for your launches. If you have, say, a 30-day period that you're launching a product or service or event or whatever, and you get to the end of the 30 days and nobody has registered for it, what would you do? It doesn't happen very often, but it happens sometimes. What would you do? For me, anytime that I hit the deadline that I had set for myself for a launch to close, if I don't have the numbers that I'm looking for, or if I get this gut feeling that there's more people out there and I should make some adjustments to get them in, I adjust the timing. I push the date back. I give myself more time to sell. I'll look at the content that I'm putting out. Are my calls to action clear? Am I talking about my results in a clear way? How can I use this to learn about what might generate a different result either next time or this time if I give myself some more space? And when we look at these what ifs, when we look at these things from curiosity and we focus on answering the question, because there's always an answer, it takes that uncertainty factor out of it. Because like we talked about in the last episode, when we answer what if, we're creating our uncertainty. We're making decisions about what we're going to do. So here's what I want you to do right now. 
I want you to think about the things that you have been thinking about doing, but I've been holding back on because you're afraid nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to come. What if somebody doesn't show up? Whatever those things are that are stopping you that are in the universe of what we're talking about in this episode, identify what those things are for you. And then I want you to spend a couple of minutes actually answering the question. What if I tried to do this thing and nobody bought it? What if I offered this session or this event or whatever, and nobody came? What would I do? Create that plan for yourself and then check in and notice how the feeling around that question has changed now that you have answered it. So that's the first thing I want you to do. And depending on how you're feeling, what the thing is, what your capacity is in this moment, for bonus points, which are completely made up and don't matter at all, but are just sometimes fun, for bonus points, if that's fun for you, pick one of those things that you've been holding back on that you just answered the what if question about and go do it. Use this as an opportunity to test out the answer to that what if, to test out that plan, to try it, to see what happens, to see what you learn and put that shit into practice. You get to use everything you do in your business as a FAFO experiment. And if that term isn't familiar to you, you're, you're going to want to go back into past episodes and listen to the one about the FAFO method that explains exactly when, why, and how to fuck around and find out in your business. Because when we are approaching all of this with the goal of finding out, with the goal of trying things, seeing what happens, and then using what we learned from it, there's really not a way for you to fail here. There's only ways for you to learn. There's only ways for you to answer those questions with concrete evidence, to discover, to try things and practice, and then try something else and see what happens. And this gets to be a lot more fun and a lot less stress. And really, it all comes from answering that question. So go ahead, try it out, see what you come up with, see what your answer is, and then go put that into practice. And if you want, hit me up on the socials, slide into my DM, slide into my inbox, and let me know what you noticed and what actually happened for you. I'd love to hear about it. You'll find the links to get in touch with me through my website, through my socials are all in the show notes. But the most important thing is for you to go forth and answer that question for yourself and then put that answer into practice. Have so much fun, no longer worrying about these things because you know exactly what you're going to do if that thing happens and you get to be totally confident in that moving forward. I'll see you next time. like this episode, you're going to love the rest of my content. Visit the show notes for links to all the good stuff I've created to help you go from fuck me to fuck yeah. Be sure to follow me wherever you hang out on the socials. And for insiders only info, get yourself onto my email list. My email subscribers are the first to know about new content, new tools, and new ways to work with me. And speaking of subscribing, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. I'd also love it if you would leave me a review and a five-star rating. The only thing better than getting fuck yeah info in the first place is getting it and then sharing it with your favorite humans. So please feel free to share this episode and any others with your business besties. Until next time, I'll see you in your inbox and on the socials. Now go out there and create your next fuck yeah.